makers of Rectol drug products and 10,000 independent Rectol family druggists bring you Dick Powell as Richard Diamond, private detective. Crispy, crunchy, $100 bills and left the office. So I left also. 
When a man like Roger Blake walks in, offers me the total sum of 1,009 men to locate $800,000 in missing jewels, things start confusing me. I have a habit of putting myself in a prospective client's place and then asking the simple question, why? I decided if I were Mr. Roger Blake, I might gladly pay $1,000 for a chance at an $800,000 jackpot. I headed to the 5th Precinct Police Station to do some checking. Oh, hello, Rick. Hello, Matt. Uh, where's Otis? In with the lieutenant. I'm taking over for the next couple of days. Taking over? What's the matter with Otis? Oh, he's leaving town tomorrow morning. Extradition job. Extradition job? Otis? Otis. Wouldn't by any chance be Cuba? Certainly would. How'd you know? Well, he can't be going down there to bring back a criminal. Got to be about a gorilla or something. Somebody he can talk to. He in with the lieutenant? Yeah, go ahead. Let me know what you find out. Uh, what difference does it make? Who's going to believe it anyway? Speak the language, Hornhead. Somebody will be there to meet you. Oh, hello, Rick. Well, good afternoon, Lieutenant. Uh, how are you, Sergeant uh, Lovelune? Uh, como esta buino, Michael? Oh. oh, an accent from Uncle Chester. By way of explanation. Oh, this is going to Cuba. How did you find out? Merck told me. I'll have his badge outside of this office is to be considered nothing but an uncle But I am going. I'll look Yes, you am. I am. Off the wall. Don't look at me, Rick. It's the commissioner. I've sent the police psychiatrist up there to see him unofficially, of course. The old man told you to send up, please. Right over that intercom. Well, he must have given you a reason. That's like blowing up Boulder Dam to take a shower. Now, what kind of a remark is that, Thomas? I've been trying to think of that all day. Otis, go home and start packing. I'm packed. You just found out about this morning. How can you be packed? Well, it's a package of San Santa Rosa Blue Jay corn plasters and his book on 301 things a bright boy can do. He's packed. Okay, okay. You'll leave tomorrow afternoon. Go get your papers. Right, Lieutenant. After we are still, Sire. Oh, okay. So, who did you say he was going to bring back? William Carnes. You remember him. We got a tip he was hiding out in Cuba, and we had the authorities down there pick him up. They holding him in the, uh, the jail in Havana? Yeah. Hmm. Do me a favor, will you? Oh, well, I can. Check on a guy named Roger Blake. Supposed to be a vice president of a firm called Intercontinental in Bonding. Anything special? Oh, background. Anything you can find out. I need it today. I'm, uh... Sort of take a little vacation myself, starting this evening. Yeah? Why don't you go along with Otis? Cuba's nice this time of year. You can help him keep his brains on one lump. Uh, Cuba sounds great, but you know me, Walt. Where would I get enough money to take a trip like that? Diamond talking. Uh, Walt, uh, nothing wrong with Roger Blankrick. Hmm? The vice president of the Bonding Corporation, like you said, married once, wife died four years ago. Has a brother somewhere in the West, William Blake. Nothing on him. What else? Well, let's say, uh, vacations in Florida every year about this time. Used to be in charge of the Cuban office of Intercontinental, whatever that is. And, and, and you working for him? Uh-uh, you get a nosy now. Well, uh-huh. he's got a good record. Gambles a lot when he's down in Florida, but who doesn't? How about his financial statement? Not bad, not good. He's got about 15000 in the bank. Okay, thanks. I'm in the rush, Walt. Well, have a good time. You'll hear all about it. I grabbed my plane okay, and six hours later, we dropped down for a landing at the Havana Airport. I checked in at customs, and being able to habla enough Espanol, I got a tip-hungry cabbie to take me to one of the better hotels. Three dollars a night. I got a good night's sleep and bright and early the next morning went over to the local Bastille. After not too much effort, I was able to visit William Carnes in his jail cell. I want to see you, Mr. Carnes. Well, I'm just making a new part of tea. You can call when you are finished, senor. Hello, Carnes. You the cop come down and take me back? No. I understand he won't be here until late this afternoon. Well, who are you? 
seems to be no privacy even in jail. Name's Diamond. I'm a novelist. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I was in Havana, and I heard you were going to be extradited. I thought you might have an interesting story. I'll bet you did. I uh, understand you're wanted for two counts of forgery. Oh, you do, huh? No story? No story. <laughs> okay, pronto, move, or I stick you again. He, he, I move. I hey, move. what's going on out there? I don't know. <laughs> you think you can go kind of sale? Bueno, amigo. Bueno. Yeah. This is a sale. What do you want? What's the idea of a knife? I want you out of this lousy jail, senor. The idea of the knife is to slit this pig's throat if he do not open your cell. <laughs> you will open it now? See, 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 open it. He held the knife at the jailer's throat while the door was open. He was dressed in what used to be a white Panama suit. He stood about five feet four, weighing in around 200. On his feet, he wore sandals that looked like he'd stayed up nights chewing holes in them. On top of his head, covering his shaggy black hair, was a straw hat, and stuck in his fat lip was a long black cheroot. Between the smell of garlic and cigar smoke, I began to feel what it might be like to come face to face with a bilious dragon. Senor Carnes, vamonos, vamonos. Who's that? Hey, friend. You go now, Ponce. Now, look, fella, you I have... go too, senor. Hmm. <laughs> If I had time, I would let everybody out. I don't get your angle, but I'm not squawking, okay? Thanks. Then, uh, now, you get in the cell, jailer. Yeah? <laughs> in your diamonds, you run over the That's exactly what I did. I don't think it was a dirt. I had a 38 under my arm that could have caused a lot of trouble, but I wanted to try and fail Kynes. Knowing that the law was on the way to picking up, Kynes might just head for the jewels and try to get out of the country. I went out of that building like a homesick jackrabbit and I lamped Kynes ducking into a building about halfway down the street. The sign over the door read, Eduardo, Havana, Brooklyn, and Cafe. Made me feel right at home, so I slowed down to a sprint and went in. You're listening to Richard Diamond, private detective. Brought to you by the makers of Rexall Drug Products and your Rexall Family Drugs. And here he is. The nipple warm weather rolls around, people start talking about air conditioning, and I start talking about the air-conditioned aspirin tablet. You mean Rexall aspirin? Exactly, ma'am. Well, why do you say it's an air-conditioned aspirin tablet? Well, it's the extremely low moisture content of Rexall aspirin that makes it break up so quickly. And in order to keep it that way, Rexall aspirin is compounded in specially sealed air-conditioned rooms where the humidity and temperature are kept at ideal levels. That's one reason why Rexall aspirin, when followed with water, disintegrates even before it reaches your stomach. Well, that's good enough for me. And it's good enough for 10,000 independent family druggers, too. Quality like that is what we're talking about when we tell you you can depend on any drug product that bears the name Rexall. Now back to tonight's adventure with Richard Diamond, private detective, starring Dick Powell. The bar room in Eduardo's Havana, Brooklyn cafe was small and dark. Carnes was nowhere in sight, so I walked over to a long bar and watched the lazy bartender move slowly up the counter with a wet bar rag. Something for you, Mark? Uh, yeah, yeah. You American? Yeah. So I got sold on Fiesta. Where did the guy go who came in here just before I did? I didn't see no one. Now, look, look. A guy by the name of Carnes just romped in here, and he didn't go back out the front door. Are you going to tell me where he went, or I'm going to fix it up so you take your Fiesta early? You know, friend, I got a bunch of bottles back here. Good, good. Line them up. I'll see if I can shoot the corks out. You win, Max. Carnes went to see Maria. She thinks they're in the evening. Go at the top of the stairs. I took off up the stairs like the V1 and didn't remember to knock at Maria's door. 
I went in, and there, standing in the middle of the room, was the best reason I could think of for upholding the good neighbor policy. Her south of the border, plus her north of the border. Well, it's gorgeous geography. Yes? Yes. Uh, <clears throat> where's Khan? Don't you think it would have been more polite to knock? Now, baby, I'm in a hurry. Sometimes I get so wound up, I forget my manners. Now, where's Khan? I don't know who you are talking about. Where did he go? Who is Senor? Honey, honey, now listen. I just had trouble with a bartender. He said Kind came up here to see you. Okay, now I got you. I still need Kind. So shall I start convincing you two? How do you propose to convince mm-hmm. Well, uh, right now, time's important. Five hundred dollars worth sitting. For five C's, I might even become a bully and start twisting arms. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you where to find time. But as much as it hurts me, I'll have to twist your arm. You're yes. not twisting very hard. Oh, well, my mind was on something else. My lady? No, it was about that 500 I was going to get for bringing in time. Yes. I really don't need it all. No? No. You, uh, you like times a lot? Mm. He was the best one around. Oh. Why? Oh, I could get along on half of the 500. I could get along on a lot less. Will you come back? Uh, where can I find time? You could leave the 250 now. Just to make sure you come back, of course. I could leave a hundred just to make sure you give me the right address, of course. No more address, Avenida Porterio. No, thanks. Forget the hundred. I talk. When you come back, you can bring everything. I may be bald. I think my hair just caught on fire. I left before the room filled up with smoke and went down to the bartender again. He told me where to find Avenida Porcirio. The back entrance to the cafe opened on it. It was a dead-end street. A half block down, I found Romero Three, a hired building all slumped down. I quietly tried the door, finding it locked. I knocked so quietly, braced myself against the firewall, and took off like an erratic tile driver. I had to make it fall the first time I hit it. It did. I crawled in just in time to see Kynes die for a dressed draw. He stopped cold and he saw the 38 in my hand. Okay, okay, don't shoot. All right now, happy fingers. I won't unless you get too frisky. For a writer, you're carrying a funny tool. Yeah, and it writes in lead on all six cylinders. Where's the stuff? Now get with it. You know about Yes, it? I know about the jewels. Come on, now give. Well, can't we make a deal? There's 800000 in currency. Right here in the bedroom. You can get at least 500 grand at a fence. And 250 yards. Oh, my itching palm. What did you think got to happen to me? <laughs> <laughs> do not worry about it, senor. What, what is it? <laughs> As I say, senor, do not worry about the jewels, now. I and my 45 will take all the responsibility. Hand me your pistola, senor. Hmm? Now, are you doing? I don't get it. First you bust me on the stern, then you come in here. Ah, you got it now? He springs me and I bird dog him to the jewels. Well, I did not know what you would leave me to, senor, but I am one happy man. It turned out to be Give them up and put them in my hat, senor. Uh, fat boy, you, you said a friend sent you to get times out. No, 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 not my friend. Friend of senor time. I think he had good reason for wanting him out of jail, so I follow I am smart, right? Have you reached now? This little jewel, senor. Oh, here you are. Exactly. I don't think you should come after me for a while. I. Looks pretty good, eh? Adios, senor, and once more, sir. Times and I both went for the gun in that dresser drawer like a mate for the gun bottle. It was bargain day and climbed the basement until Times decided to pick up a piece of the metal bedpost and start me on the siesta habit. Oh, 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 oh,
When I finally came around, well, I'd done it. Well done. I'd lost the 800,000 in jewels, William Kahn, and enough blood from my scalp wound to make a vampire do a shot. I stumbled out of the building and put in the call to the plaza in Miami. Before I could take a maraca, Mr. Roger Blake was on the pipe. Yes? Well, Mr. Blake, this is Diamond. Yes, Diamond. I, uh, I was in touch with the uh, the party you sent me to see and took me to uh, to the item you wanted me to get hold of. Well? Uh, a big bundle of garlic speaking broken English and carrying a pistola is now in possession of the item. You mean you had to... Uh, and you let someone take them away from you? Yes, yes. There's something bothering me. I wonder who gave you that tip. Maybe they tipped the Cuban whiner who swiped the item from me. That way I can locate the guy and maybe still earn my other 500. Well, get the whole thing, Diamond. What? Keep the original 500 and go on home. Just forget everything. You understand? Yeah, yeah. Goodbye, Mr. Blake. I really didn't understand much, except that a very bad smell was beginning to creep over from Denmark and land in Havana. I couldn't put my finger on it, but something was really wrong. I thought the thing out and then put in calls to all the ticket offices in Miami. I got the answer I wanted. United Airlines in Miami said a Mr. Roger Blake had booked passage and was due in Havana at five that evening. I was waiting at the airport when Mr. Roger Blake, as big as life, stepped down from the big transport and I trailed him out of the cab stand. He climbed in a hack and took off with my cab right behind. Blake's cab reached the outskirts of town and stopped on a dirt street, fronted by a dopey building. I had my cab pull up a safe distance behind and got out. Blake went up to one of the buildings and knocked on the door. Someone let him in, and I went around back to find a way to get in. I found it in the form of an open window. I could hear voices coming from the front of the place. Well, I'm certainly glad to see you, Senor Blake. Can I get you some bacardi or something? You can stay right there. Tell me where they are, one with you, I slipped quietly in and started moving in their general direction. It was thick dark. So I made like a bat, shooting the walls and hoping I wouldn't bump into something. Through a crack in the door, I could spot two people. Mr. Roger Blake. And short, fat, and dangerous himself. I want the jewels, one. So do I, senor. And I, I do not give them unless you want to pay me for it. I've already paid you well. To get senor pants out of the jail. Okay, I did that. Well, and I warn you. No, you do not warn me, senor. I don't care of you. That's what I heard him. Some copycat climbed in the same window I had was heading to the front of the house. While Juan and Blake continued to argue, I ducked into the shadows at the side of the door and waited. I didn't have to wait long till up snuck William Tynes, and his hand was the 32 we'd wrestled over earlier. He poked the muzzle of the gun into the room and went in after it. Roger Blake turned to meet him, and for the first time I saw the gun in Blake's hand. They both froze, keeping their sights on each other's breakfast. Juan took on a swamp alligator smile and sat out to watch. Well, William, I am so glad to see you again. I'll bet you are that I dropped the gun. My dear, he is your brother. Daniel Tynes is your brother. We don't brag about it. Especially when one of us is a cheat. And the others are no good double-crossing louse. You get the police when I was in them. <laughs> what do you say? Hey, if you're brothers, how come your name's Tynes and your name Blake? I huh? changed mine a long time ago when I got into some trouble. I didn't want to ruin my beloved brother's reputation. <laughs> And your Blake got a good reputation. <laughs> he hired me to get you out of jail so that diamond fellow could follow you. He said nothing about the jewels, but I knew Senor Blake when he used to work in Havana. You could not trust him to rest. I hire one to do a job prophecy. Senor Carnes had the jewels. Half of them were supposed to be another. Look me up and ask me to see. Oh, sure, I swiped them and forgot to spread the wax. Well, you got it to Point for nothing. Little mistake. Why, who has the jewels? And I am not giving to anyone. Well, I might as well get in on this. All the options free. Time's turned inside his luck. I thought the bullet pipe my hair and hit the linoleum. 
Signs was aiming again, but he forgot to figure three things. His brother, his brother's nasty disposition, and the gun his brother was aiming at him. Signs took the slug right around the belt line and went down like a punctured zeppelin. He must have cut his spine in two because he folded up the keep. Then Blake decided to add me and play for a pair. And just as he started to squeeze the trigger, I saw one reach back to his collar. His arm hissed down in the blurred half eye. And before Blake could nail me, he was trying to squirm away from the 10 inch knife that made a great chasm between his shoulder blades. I grabbed his gun quickly and covered one. Ah, they did not love each other, these two. Ah, I threw pretty good, eh? Yeah, yeah, thanks, one. Mm-hmm. I suppose you're going to want to give us too, aren't you? That's right. Would you consider what you call the uh, partnership? Quite not. Mm-hmm. And the jewel? Sending him over to the constabulary. Oh, senor. That's the truth. Mm, okay. And me? Well, you, uh, you killed man. Well, I say, you're alive. I'm not the police, so I can't arrest you. And, uh, I wouldn't think a long time before I'd shoot a man who saved my life. Oh, you would. But I warn you, don't try to make a break for it. Oh, I think I got to. I do not want to stay in jail. The jewels are in my heart. I leave them in the middle of the floor. Adios, amigo. Come back, Juan. Stop her, I'll shoot. Hmm, miss. Well, Maria will understand. I found the phone and explained the whole situation to the local chief of police who was just leaving to meet one Sergeant Otis Lovelorn arriving on the 7 o'clock plane from New York. I ducked out because in my blood was the call of the wild goose, and in 20 minutes I was sitting in Maria's room over the cafe. I'm glad you came back. I, I didn't get that extra 500. Oh, good, I'm really glad. Because you must have come back just because you wanted to see me. Well, yes, I had something to do with it. You like me to play to you? Oh, sure. Love it, love it. Not if you don't call him. Goodbye. Goodbye. 
Now, look, I don't trust you. Well, I don't trust you. Come Dick Powell will be back in a moment. But now, once more, here's your Rexall family druggist. In a recent nationwide survey, American mothers agreed that every family medicine cabinet should contain a reliable all-round mouthwash, gargle, and dress deodorant. And millions of homemakers choose Rexall in I-31 to fill that need. Full strength in I-31 kills contacted germs in a few seconds, yet will not harm delicate membranes of the mouth and throat. Ask for Rexall in I-31 at Rexall drugstores everywhere. And remember, you can depend on any drug product that bears the name Rexall. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is Big Powell. This is our first show in our new series the Rexall Drug Company. We want to thank you and the 10,000 independent Rexall druggists for making it possible. Good night. Hiya, beautiful. Get lost, Bristlepuss. You need a shave. But I have shaved. What else do you want me to do? Silly boy, she wants you to go stag. Go stag? But why? Because stag is Rexall's exclusive line of men's good grooming aid. Like stag brushless shave cream. No fuss, no massage, just smooth it on and presto, you get a clean, close shave. Your face stays smooth and whiskerless all day long. I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll go stag. That's it, join the stag line now at Rexall Drugstores everywhere. Yes, to make girls care, go stag. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.